0: So everyone get comfortable because we have a long way to go. I'll try not to take five years today. I'm not sure that I actually could, even if I wanted to. But I may want to because I really don't want this to be uh, the last sermon. Uh, But that time has come. So let me preach to you for the last time as your senior minister. And I want you to hear me from my heart. Because I I pray and I've been praying for weeks now that today... If if you've not given your life to Christ, if you've not heard what I've said before, if you've not seen what the scriptures have to say, I've prayed that today will be the day that you see that Jesus Christ is the son of God. How then? How can you be the church in today? How can you do it? It comes down to one word, I think, and it's where we'll start today, faith. What about your faith? How's your faith? Something that we should ask each other often. If you have a strong faith in God, yes, you can. Bottom line. If you believe in Jesus and you know that he is there with you and you know that God's going to hold you up with his righteous right hand, then yes, you can. Faith is a necessary tool for survival. Now, let's think about that for a second, because not just in your daily lives, but also in your daily lives. Every single day that you wake up, before your feet hit the floor, we we should be saying, thank you, Lord. We should be counting our blessings. We should be saying, Lord, get me through today. Because of my faith, I know that I can. But it's not just a necessary tool for survival just for today. But also, think about this. It's a necessary tool for survival eternally. Your faith in God is what gets you there. You have a choice in your life. I believe, I believe in my heart, from what the scriptures say, that we are eternal beings. Think about what I just said. It means we're, our soul is going to live forever. And we always say you're going to get everlasting life. But what does that mean? Because I believe you are going to live forever. Not in this body, not in this body, but your spirit, your soul. So now you're going to have two options, aren't you? One, follow Jesus and have eternal life with him in heaven forever. Or, don't follow Jesus. And it's still eternal, but we're talking about hell. Folks, I think the choice is easy, is it not? Faith in Jesus is what God sent Jesus for. So that because he loved us so much that he sent us so that we can have everlasting life with him. I need an amen. It's a necessary tool for survival. So what are we going to do? We've got to make sure we strengthen our faith. We've got to make sure that every single day of our lives we are doing the things that we need to do to grow our faith. Read your Bibles, say your prayers, and follow Jesus on that path of righteousness every single day. You know what? Things may be great right now in your lives. Follow Jesus. Or maybe things are bad. Follow Jesus. Whenever things are good, we gotta make sure that we're preparing ourselves because our lives are like a roller coaster, are they not? There's ups and there's downs. There's hills and there's valleys. There are mountaintops and there are deep ravines. But when you have faith in God, you will keep on keeping on, like Brother Les has taught us so many times. So today, this necessary tool for survival, our faith, where, where has it taken us, Hartford Christian Church, in the last five years? Remember this slogan, just be it. Just be it. Now, I know Nike had stolen something like that from me and changed it to just do it. I'm not sure why they thought they needed to do that to me. But, to just be it. We're talking about being the church. 1 Corinthians chapter 12, verse 27. All of you together are Christ's body. And each of you... Is a part of it. Read First Corinthians chapter 12 this week. Write that down in your bulletins if you want. I want you to read that chapter this week. All of you together are Christ's body. Each of you is a part of it. Folks, we have a responsibility to be the church. Not just be Hartford Christian Church, but that's also part of the responsibility. But to be the church universal, to be a part of the body of Christ. See, not just Hartford Christian Church is the body of Christ. Not just Hartford Christian Church and Latonia Christian Church is the body of Christ. Anyone who follows Jesus Christ is part of his body. So now, be the church. What is that going to mean to us? That responsibility of church family, I will testify here today and every day of my life how important church family is. Thank you. Thank you for being there for me when I needed you. For my family. Thank you for being the church. To this community. And to the world. By showing what Jesus is all about. Through your actions and your attitudes. By being everyday Christians. Every day. And by these things. Matthew chapter 4 verse 19. What happens when Jesus calls us. He called out to them and said come follow me. And I will show you how to fish for people. Three things that are going to happen with this. Three things that we have to do to be the church. Number one, like we've said before, and we'll say again, you've got to follow Jesus. Folks, are you following Jesus Christ? It's one thing to say, yes, I follow Jesus. But to actually follow him with your lives and pick up your cross and follow him daily? That's tough sometimes, ain't it? I see a bunch of heads nodding. We know how hard that can be to stay on that path of righteousness. But yet we must do it. And it's just not it's not just about just us, though. We have also responsibility as a church. We've got to follow him and we got to fish for people. And you know what? I think we're doing a good job about that here at Heart for Christian. I do. But I think we could do better. I think we could do much better. We've got to get ourselves out of the picture plain and simple to be the church means to take your traditions and toss them out the window if they're keeping us from reaching people now traditions can be good sure sure they can be but if there's something that we could do better to bring someone else in and it means changing something by god let's change it because why eternal life is on the line we've changed some things of the past five years have we not some of you have liked them some of you not quite so much And that's okay. You don't have to like everything. But let's keep what matters most as our focus. What matters most in our lives, following Jesus and fishing for men. And if that's not our priority, church, we ain't doing it right. So let's get the focus on, for sure, the third thing, fellowship. See, we can follow Jesus and we can fish for men, but we sure can do it a lot more effective if we do it together. Get on board with the mission Get on board with the fellowship. One thing I can tell you about Hartford Christian Church that I will always remember is we do fellowship really good. I put on a little weight while I was here. Thank you for those that noticed it and pointed it out to me. I really appreciate that. (laughs) You know who you are. (laughs) But we do fellowship good. We really do. And just being there for each other as a church family. I was talking to a friend just yesterday. And I said, man, the church has really lifted me up through this hard time. And they said, that's what churches in small towns do. We rally around each other. We lift each other up. We're there for each other. I say praise God for that. And I definitely want to say amen to that. So as we just be it, as we continue to just be the church, See, the fact is, maybe I won't be here with you at Hartford Christian Church anymore, but we are still part of the same church. Folks, I need to hear an amen to that, because I want you to understand that we're all going to be following the same Jesus, we're all going to be fishing for the same lost souls, and we're going to have fellowship together, maybe not every single week, but, oh my goodness, one day it'll be forever that we'll celebrate. So then what are we going to do with this responsibility that we have to be the church? We're going to do it today. Remember this one from just last year. Those things in your life that you know that you have to accomplish in your faith. Do it today. Those things that maybe it's given your life to Christ. Maybe you haven't been baptized yet. I believe that is a crucial part of your salvation. Have I not made that clear in five years? My goodness, I pray that I have. Because I pushed it and I pushed it and I pushed it, I believe that this is something that Christ has told us to do. I think the Scripture is clear. If you haven't been baptized by immersion for forgiveness of sins, do it today. I've got my swim trunks still in there. I haven't packed them up yet. We've got waders back there that leaked for five years. Uh, We've got the water; it's probably turned on. Let's get it done. Don't wait till next week when Grandma can be here. Don't wait till next Tuesday because you want to do it alone. Do it today. Do it today. Well, maybe it's not baptism. Maybe it's just you saying, you know what, I want to rededicate my life to Christ. Or maybe it's you saying, you know what, I want to make sure I start studying my Bible, or saying my prayers, or living a more righteous life. Ladies and gentlemen, do it today. Romans chapter 8, verse 25 says, If we look forward to something we don't yet have, we must wait patiently and confidently. Here's something else that I want you to do today, and you'll remember this one, I hope. Optimistic patience. This one's been harder for me a little bit lately. I'm not going to lie. But whenever you stop, and you take a step back, and you look at what God has given you, and you count your blessings, this becomes much easier. Optimistic patience is something that I need to have for my ministry as I go forward. Optimistic patience is something that heart for Christian Church should have Every single day. Optimistic patience is something that we should all have. It's called hope. That hope, though, isn't just a I wish. That hope is that we know. We know that glory awaits through Christ Jesus our Lord. Have optimistic patience today. Colossians 4, 5 through 6. This is the verse we used a lot of during this Do It Today series. Live wisely. Among those who are not believers and make the most of every opportunity. Let your conversation be gracious and attractive so that you will have the right response for everyone. Now, just let's break this scripture down. I love this one so very much. Live wisely among those who are not believers. What does that mean for us? Set the example. Set the example and do it today. Make the most of every opportunity That's, again, tough sometimes. No doubt it's tough sometimes to make the most of every opportunity. Sometimes you will fall short. Sometimes you will. But you know what you can do the next day? Try again and never give up. Let your conversation be gracious and attractive so that you will have the right response for everyone. What is that telling me to do? That's telling me to be prepared to tell people about Jesus. If you think there's anything more important that you can talk about, you're wrong. There's nothing more important. Than being able to say, I believe, and here's why. Be prepared today. Because I don't want anyone to ever get confused about this. Maybe today is a chapter that we close. But each and every one of us, we still have work to do. There's people that just walked by up the street. Y'all can't see them, they were behind us. They went up to the gas station. Wow. Well, Do they know about Jesus? Maybe they went to morning church somewhere else. I don't know. All I know is I want to make sure that they know about our Lord. We still have work to do. We still have people to fish for. We still have a a long way to follow Jesus in our lives. We still have fellowship to share. There is still work to do. Don't ever, ever, ever be satisfied. There's always somebody else. And in your own life, don't ever be satisfied. There's always more that you can do to follow Jesus. And when it comes to that, I've got three words for you. Yes, you can. And think about it, I lo- This one I loved. Just, I slow down just one second? <laughs> right there. Right there. Like, I didn't want to make it through one last Sunday without showing you all some of this picture. There's really no reason for it. Just I wanted to make sure you remembered. <laughs> because that day when Christian Leitner caught that ball, you know what he thought to himself? Yes, you can. And he did. He did. But that thats a long, long time ago, y'all. The fact is, one thing I will always remember about Hartford Christian Church is this is where I was when it happened, Troy. That's right. The Cubs. You don't mess with my last PowerPoint. Go back. Boo. Get Childers back in there. He would have never done that. See, now he done messed up. The Cubs won the World Series. I was sitting right over in that parsonage right there. That happened. That happened. And why? Because that day they said, "Yes, you can." In fact, and uh did they get here yet? I saw him walking in. I thought, I wanted to make sure he saw this next one. Remember I also learned how to dunk a basketball while I was at for Christian Church. That's real. Is this is there a clip? I think there's a clip if you push the button one more time, maybe. Push the button. I love you, Kyle. You couldn't just make it two more weeks, Childers? There you go. Hit play. Remember this one? This is when Zay taught me to dunk. If it doesn't play, it's okay. You all know I did it successfully. Not cheating at all. That's okay. I was on a ladder, if you didn't know. Okay. Okay. So, the fact is, though, that's when we learned that, yes, you can. Now, did that mean I could really learn to dunk a basketball? No, I will probably never be able to dunk a basketball without cheating or standing on a ladder. But with a ladder, yes, you can. Folks, you have a ladder. It's your church family. It's your God. It's your scripture. It's learning about what you need to do to walk with Jesus every single day. Yes, you can. What else can you do? Matthew five sixteen. This is where we started five years ago. In the same way, let your good deeds shine out for all to see so that everyone will praise your Heavenly Father. Not, look at me, I did something good. Check it out. Yeah, no. Let's let our good deeds shine for them to see so that everyone will praise God, give God the glory. And I know that this is what this church does because I've seen it in action for five years. Shine the light. Shine the light everywhere you go, at work, at home, at play, at the ball field, even when the umpire makes a bad call, and your car driving up the street, even when someone cuts you off. I probably just hit home with everybody. You know how I know that? Because I hit home with me. You got to shine the light at Walmart, even whenever someone hits you with their cart. You've got to shine the light everywhere you go. It's so easy to sit here and say, yeah, that's right. That's exactly what I'm going to do. I'm going to behave as a Christian. I'm going to shine the light of Jesus everywhere I go, every day. But then when we stop and we take that perspective, and we take a step back and we realize how our lives are, we realize, oh, maybe I need to shine the light more. Or sometimes I get aggravated or sometimes I get frustrated can't. Yes, you can. But only with Jesus. I can do everything through Christ who gives me strength. It wasn't my favorite verse when I came to Hartford. But it is now. Seriously. From the deep down bottom of my heart, I thank you. And I seriously want you to believe with all your strength and might that yes you can. Church, you will succeed. There is so much more for you to do, and there's so much more that I know that you will do. I don't I don't leave here thinking that I've failed. I leave here thinking that yes you can. And I know that you will. Not because I told you to. Because through Christ you have victory. So then what next? Perhaps my favorite thing. I know what I need to do in my life. I know where my focus needs to be. Kids, myself, a church, but only after my God. I'm going to the city. And I know some of y'all have been like, man, you've been a city boy this whole time. (laughs) Yes, I am. (laughs) And I think they need me. I think they need me. I think you got good people here that are going to help you as you take that next chapter too. I think that victory is going to be shared with this community, with this county, with this state. But only because I know what I need to do. It's the same thing that you need to do. Cast the net again. Maybe something didn't work the first time. Maybe someone you talked to and told them about Jesus and asked them to come to church. Maybe they they didn't come the first time. Folks, cast the net again. As I go back home to Latonia Christian Church, I'm ready to cast the net again. As I leave home, I know that you, We'll cast the net again. Because God is with you. He will hold you up. He will hold me up. He will hold us up. Cast the net again. Yes, you can. Let's pray. Our most gracious Heavenly Father, we thank you so very much for our church. Our church family, most importantly, for your son, our Lord, our Savior, Jesus Christ. We know that through him, all things are possible. We know that we can, Lord, only because he did for us. Help us, Lord, to take that responsibility seriously as we follow, as we fish, as we fellowship. Help us to never give up and to always be ready to cast that net again. We thank you so very much, Lord, for the opportunity that we have today to serve you. Help us to take advantage of it. We thank you for allowing us to be your church, your body. Lord, I thank you so very much for this church, for what I've learned here, for the friends, for the family, for the love we've shared. Help us to always remember that, Lord, and to go forward knowing how important our eternal salvation is. Lord, I ask a blessing upon this great church. Continue to use them, like I know that you will. To give, continue to give them the confidence and the willingness to know what's important. Lord, I ask that you be with me. In Jesus' name, I pray. Amen.